The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus, with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. And we welcome you back to Afternoons with Mike, heard daily here on the Shepherd Radio Network. I've had a, a couple of guests recently on my program, Shirley and Barry Draper, and they were here talking about Amazing Grace, the musical that is coming to the West Orlando area in February. Shirley is back today, and she's brought Tyler Walls, who is one of the actors and plays a lead role in this production. Uh, This is the role of John Newton. So this is going to really be a fun program for you today as you get to meet Tyler, and we'll hear from Shirley again. First of all, Shirley, it's great to have you back in the studio. Thank you so much for having me back, Mike. I really appreciate it. I hope you had fun the first time you were here. We did. We did. We really enjoyed it. So thank you. I I love getting to talk to people who are doing things like what you're doing. Yes. This is going to be something that is going to serve so many people in such a fun way as as, uh, what drama, what music, all put together in a musical like this. Uh, people might be familiar with the story of John Newton and might have seen the stage production of Amazing Grace, which was in itself an amazing production. Mm -hmm. And I love it. But boy, when you get to see it out, act it out in front of you and Mm -hmm. you add the music, that's pretty exciting. Let's turn to Tyler for a moment. Tyler, you're not from Central Florida. So tell us a little bit about where you came from and how you got involved in all this. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool story. So I born and raised in southern central Illinois in a little town called Effingham. It's uh, about three hours south of Chicago, hour south of Champaign, Illinois. I grew up there, born and raised. My mom and dad and my sister actually still live there. Um, oh, you've got roots there still. I then. do, yeah. They're yeah. all still there. Mom and dad live on a piece of land down there where, you know, you know, there's corn country all around us everywhere growing up. So that's where they still, they still live there. And, uh, yeah, I go there visit all the time. But in 2009, I moved to the Kansas city Metro area on the Missouri side. And I moved out there. There was a church that I was attending and, uh, I became, I was uh, part of their worship, worship team and all that good stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of, learned a ton, uh, from some incredible people out there. Uh, Dustin Smith is my mentor in, in worship and he's a Got his own church in uh, Nashville, just south of Nashville, Tennessee, called mm-hmm. Hope UC, and it's a it's a great place. And uh, so I learned a lot uh, from him there. And uh, while I've always been in theater and things like that, there were a lot of things that happened in life that kind of uh, I don't know if I would say prevented me from doing it, but I just made choices where there were things that were more important. Yeah, you know, right. I have a nine year old son, so you know, not a whole lot of extra time when you're taking care of a child and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, whenever um, I decided to kind of get back into the theater scene in Kansas City, I have a a very, very big group of friends in Kansas City who are very talented. And we just kind of started, you know, auditioning for things, doing our own stuff as well. But, um, you know, I've always been coming down to Florida and Orlando a lot. Walt Disney World's my favorite place in the world, so I'm here all the time anyway. <laughs> but um, I have uh, my best friend. He lives here. His name's Jeff. He lives here. He's one of the one of the singers and voices of Liberty uh, for for Walt Disney World. Oh, and yeah. um, I come down here and sing with him quite a bit. Uh, Billy Flanagan's a good friend of mine. 
uh, down here as well. He's another, you know, Disney royalty kind of person who, who's performed with Disney forever. So I have a lot of really wonderful friends down here who connected me with a bunch of incredibly talented people here. Now, when I think of Illinois, and yeah. this is, you know, I've been through your area a number of times. Yeah. You know, that's not right next to an urban Nope. Uh, like you said, it's three hours from Chicago, and it's probably the closest really big city around. And then closest is St. Louis. St. Louis, Louis is okay. about an hour and a half, two okay, hours. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's why St. Louis was my closest big city yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, really big city. Now Nashville. When I grew up in Evansville, Nashville was about two hours away. Yeah. So for music, I, I get it. But I, I, Illinois acting and singing. Uh, that were, did everybody you knew were they all singers? No, yeah, I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, <laughs> no. uh, there's a lot of basketball that goes yeah. on in Southern Illinois. I'll be and... honest, high school was not good. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was. I the people that I graduated with were phenomenal. I have a great graduating class. Yeah, I'm still very close with a lot of them, but um, theater key people we got made fun of quite a bit. Oh, I would think quite that that bit. was not exactly yeah uh, everyone's cup of tea. So. No. You, I you played to sports with... too, though. I, I was on the baseball team. I, I played football, uh, you know, a little bit. I played some golf in high school. So I, I, I was a jack of all trades kind of thing in, yeah. in, um, in high school. But, but theater was always what um, I, I would have chosen to spend my time doing that if I could have done it more. And there were a few shows in high school that I did with uh, the in Illinois. We do what's called the Illinois All State Musical. At least they used to. I think they're actually. They, you know, after COVID, they've had some problems reestablishing the program. But essentially what happens is in Illinois up until recently, the, you know, every single high school in Illinois was able to send their best students to audition for a show that was being put on. And then the people who were directing the show or producing the show would pick the best people and they would be in that show. And I did that two years in a row. That's actually how I met my best friend, Jeff, who lives here. He was mm -hmm. also in those two shows with me. That's where we met each other. And uh, yeah, so I did a lot of theater. Um, I was in every single show that I could have been in in high school and uh, the Allstate musicals as well. And that is honestly some of the best memories of my entire life come from those experiences. And I've always just had a love for music and for performance. My mom and dad were season ticket holders at the Fox in St. Louis. So I got to see shows. I've seen Les Mis 11 times. You know, I've seen so many incredible shows and got to see a lot of incredible performances. And you know, there's something, the power of the theater, the power of the arts to shape and, and help people um, understand very complex issues in a very simple way a lot of times. I think that is so right. I it mean, is. you think about how music and church, mm -hmm. uh, how it brings the theology <clears throat> really to the ability to get it in your heart in a different mm -hmm. way than just hearing. I mean, the preaching is so critical no one will ever deny that. It's something that we're called to do. But music is a gift from God because it really helps us memorize. And we get it into our hearts so much easier. I know that, Shirley, you, you've loved the, of the Lord for years, and you know that as well. Yes. Uh -huh. we, uh, the best way to learn verses in the Bible was through music. That's how we did it with uh, children's choirs and teaching and even, the, like um, Tyler said, theology, learning mm -hmm. theology. Yeah through um, music and it's the best way to teach a child uh, the love of God, the forgiveness of God, God's grace is through music. I agree. And the arts as well. Yeah. And, and of course we haven't mentioned this yet, but the organization that is putting this program on it, 
that Barry and Shirley have. Shirley leads this. It's called the Citrus Alliance for the Arts. And the arts, you know, it's in the news. We hear it all the time. We hear this thing that you had as your, Tyler, as you mentioned, it would be really your number one uh, love that you enjoyed doing back in the day. Uh, we hear it talked about now in the news as uh, school programs are often cutting back the arts and maybe if they're eliminating something out of the budget, it is that. And that's really a sad thing when kids don't have the opportunity to be a part of either productions like what you're talking about or learning music, learning a musical right. instrument. I mean, that's something that for a lot of kids, if they don't do that in school, they won't do it at all. Mm -hmm. And and that's a sad thing too. So it's really important that the arts they bring, there's a lot about them that it, we know is not great with the world and secular and all of that is uh, has brought some sides of this that are we know are are not that great but for a believer for a, a program to run the way it should be run it's a wonderful benefit helps the kid in so many ways as it did you Tyler yeah it was amazing like i said some of the some of my greatest friendships came out of those moments and came out of those experiences well, I'm you, still today. I'm in. I'm yeah. in Facebook thread messages threads with so many people from there. We're all separated now, as far as geography is concerned. We're all just geographically separated, but we're all still in communication. We've you know we get on yeah, Facetime, video chats, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that yeah, all the that's time. Right. And we're you yeah. know and things like that. So yeah, it's it's a it has kept me connected to people that I you know just I adore, I, I adore them. I love them. Well, well, prior to coming for this production, what would be your favorite role that you ever played? Oh, good. Wow, that's a good question. Um, man. So in college, I went, to, I went to college on a theater scholarship, and I did a few shows there. My favorite show then, uh, I did uh, Much Ado About Nothing. I was Claudio in Much Ado About Nothing, and that was a very fun role. Mm -hmm. I got to... Shakespeare. It's really honestly where I, yeah. um, I got to work with some incredible, incredible actors who are, who are professionals now, still doing some pretty significant things. And I really learned how to uh, react more than anything. Like I paid attention and I would go to these people who were older than me. I was a mm -hmm. freshman, you know, I was pretty young. And these people are a little bit older than me. And we had some people that were out of school that were allowed to audition because they were in like grad school programs or whatever. So they were quite a bit older than me. You know, they're 10, 15 years older than me. And I was like, is it okay if I try this next time? And they'd always just be like, yeah, go ahead, bring, bring whatever you want give it a shot, you know, and it really, really gave me some freedom mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, explore a lot of things that weren't necessarily written in the script. And that's where I kind of learned. I do a lot of improv acting now. I, um, I uh, work for the Kansas City Renaissance Festival as well. And I do a lot of improv comedy with them and things like that. That is so incredibly difficult. <laughs> it's so I, hard. I admire anybody <laughs> that can do that. And we saw at, uh, it was at Disney one year, yeah. we, we saw an improv group that just cracked us up. Yeah. And so we brought, we brought that thing back to our, our big Christmas party at our church. And we got a bunch of guys. And I think of all of the things that we ever did, that might be the one that we kind of wished we hadn't tried it. <laughs> it's not easy. It's a muscle. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It's a muscle. You have and to keep I working. Felt, I felt so bad. I thought <laughs> this was going to work out and be a hit. And I think I made those poor 
participants, the most miserable people in the world. Yeah. They were looking for that Southwest moment, you know, yeah. to just for the floor to open up and <laughs> they wanted out of there really, really fast. So yeah, my, yeah. my hats go off there. There's some great improv companies yeah. in o- Orlando and uh, boy. Well, uh, my son uh, is part of a group called the Fish Sticks and they're a Christian uh, improv group oh we're, my that goodness. we're going to be bringing down and doing it. And when you're teaching children or you're teaching adults, the first thing that you do is you teach improv. Yeah. Because I, like I've said before, the great thing about being in theater is that you can be a doctor or living in your car, but when those lights go on, you better know your lines and hit your mark. Right. And it's a level playing field. But one of the things that you need to know is you never know what's going to happen on stage. So improv is taught first right. because and the concentration and knowing what to do if something goes wrong, because it will go wrong. It will go wrong <laughs> will. And, and the unexpected mm-hmm. will happen. It and will. you were talking about this uh, whole thing of reacting. Yeah. And that's really the key is not only just reacting inside where no one else yeah. can see, but it, it, there's this old joke that was... If you're happy, then notify your face. <laughs> you yeah. yes. Well, if you're freaked out from something, it, that notification most all the time goes straight to your face and everyone around you knows that there's mm-hmm. something wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing that kind of thing, th- you can't really let your feelings show on your face, right? I mean, you've got you've to react in the way that is right and not necessarily the way you your mind may take you in that moment. Well, that's the the beauty of what I do as far as the improv. It's comedy. What I do is improv comedy. So it's like, there is nothing that can go wrong, really. (laughs) It's like, that's the whole yes and. Like, they teach you yes and. No matter what happens, no matter what is said, you go with it. (laughs) You know, whatever the the issue is, yes and you add to it. Right. So if you, you know, and when you're working with other people who kind of have that mentality, and I've worked with some pretty incredible people, so, so it's like, and I've learned from them, honestly, they've been my teachers just through experience and through working with people who are far more talented than I ever will be. And just gleaning my, you know, my experiences from them, they've really helped to develop the muscle in me to where now I'm more comfortable doing it. If I have to be the leader of a troop or something like that, or I have to lead an improv night, I can, which is a lot of fun. Well, it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. We mm-hmm. had a group from Orlando in our church earlier this year and they uh, they just performed, and they they I don't know if you guys do this, but they drew a lot of people out of the congregation, yeah, yeah. and they brought them up on stage, and that was hilarious <laughs> to, to watch a person who had no idea they were going to be asked to do this to take part in these crazy shenanigans, and it is an absolute riot it to is. watch. It is, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun. We have a good time, and the can't like I said, the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, uh, we do. Uh, every every year at the end of the year in the late fall, you know, September, October time. And it runs for seven weeks and we do uh, a lot of really fun, fun shows out there. And I've got some good friends who have worked in uh, the Texas Renaissance Festival and done, you know, shows in Sound and Fury and things like that. So the theater that I that I have found myself doing now compared to what, you know, I've been I was doing in the last 10, 15 years, you know, it's a it's a it's it's interesting waiting this late in life to kind of finally start to do things that I've always wanted. Now, you do. say this late in life as if yeah. you're old. I'm probably, I'm probably a bit older than you think I am. Well, I, I mean, I'm probably a little bit older than you think. So. Well, there you go. You're not as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's great. How did you find uh, Tyler Shirley? Oh, the Lord. <laughs> this is hilarious. Lord. 
This is such a good story. Absolutely, the Lord. Um, uh, my daughter, you know, worked at Disney, mm-hmm. and uh, she still has contact with Disney people. And um, she was just talking to a very good friend of her, Gina. Gina. Yeah. And uh, who was in her wedding, and they're still very good friends, was in Finding Nemo together. And um, so she, Ashley's just talking to her and says, you know, my, my mom's doing Amazing Grace, and we really need a John Newton, and he's got to be, you know, he is the glue that's going to hold this production together because it's about him. And uh, so Gina goes, oh, well, I, I know somebody. Uh, he, he comes here a lot. He doesn't live here. Is that a problem? And Ashley goes, well, I don't know, but let me ask my mom. And mm-hmm. so we contacted Tyler, and we hit it off and talked, and uh, he came down. He was coming down to record yeah he's in a really fantastic group that sings uh, we're mm. going to have their group sing for the citrus alliance for one of our things as well, well. we want to hear about yes, that too it's fantastic and of course he's saying the moment he walked in i was like yeah because he's very tall he looks like thor you can't see <laughs> yeah. that on yeah. radio he looks like thor um but when he started singing we were just blown away and it's raw talent too. He's not really had all these, you know. I've never voice had voice lessons, lessons or anything like that. So. And of course, my husband, who's a vocal coach, went, "You've never had voice lessons?" And he said, "No." That's crazy. And it was just yeah. a God thing. I and mean, it was, it was. And he had he watched the show, and uh, it moved him. And he said, "I want to play this." And he is doing fantastic. It's awesome. just. Amazing. Now you're yeah. down for rehearsal right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been uh, having them this past weekend or what? Yeah, I've met mm-hmm. with uh, f- uh, you know, met with one of the other actresses yesterday and uh, worked on some vocals yesterday. Went through some of the music today. We're going to be working with another actor today. Honestly, before before the first of the year, we're just kind of trying to get get together with as many people as we can in the cast while I'm here because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going back and forth, and the holiday seasons are, are mm-hmm, busy yeah. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, especially the people in the cast here. I guess a, a bunch of them are already doing holiday shows, mm-hmm. you know, down here. So there's a lot of busyness. But you know, just getting in as much as we can, and uh, you know, honestly, for me, getting familiar with this character that is, uh, man, I'm I I I have never felt more um, connected to mm-hmm. a character before. I really identify with this character. In a way that I've never identified with a character before. I've always wondered about that. I never was this deep into uh, playing a role to mm-hmm. where I, I know people at this level, and you've probably done the same, really spend some time to develop your knowledge of that character. Yes. But I know that uh, there's a whole lot more than even just that. And we're going to hear some of those things when we return. I've got with me Shirley Draper and also Tyler Walls. Tyler is the lead in the upcoming musical. It's called Amazing Grace the Musical. It's going to be in February. We'll have all those dates and the location coming up. This is Afternoons with Mike. We'll be right back after this break. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top train comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. 
Back again for segment two, and we're in the studio today with a couple of people involved. First of all, we've got the leader of the Citrus Alliance for the Arts, Shirley Draper, is with us. And Shirley is leading this uh, really big production. It's one of the yes. first big ones that you've done mm-hmm. uh, in, in here in Central Florida. And it's Amazing Grace, the musical. We talked about the dates. It's in February. It's in Can February. you give us those dates? Yes, it's uh, February 17th, 18th, and 19th. And uh, February the 24th, 25th, and 26th. So a total of two of six. two weekends, two weekends, six uh-huh. shows, mm-hmm. and three nights per weekend yes. that you can go and be a part of one of those performances. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be at the uh, Baptist Church First in Claremont. First Baptist Church of Claremont, yes. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I know that that uh, as far away as that is, it's probably for you. It's like a steamroller coming it at is. you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The date is yeah. approaching, mm-hmm. and that happens when you're a producer. There's so many things that you have to get in mind. And I know that uh, we talked about this the last time, the big pieces of this puzzle have already come together mm-hmm. in mo- the most miraculous way, right? Yes. We just, the Lord is just uh, perchance in conversations, uh, talking with people um, saying, you know, I'm, that sounds like I really want to do that. Just like Tyler said, you know, I, I felt I should play this part, you know, felt, Many of my actors have said that to us, the parts that they're playing. They just felt called to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you hear them sing, I mean, it's just the Holy Spirit. It's almost like I told somebody, it's almost like a glimpse of heaven, what heaven's going to be like, the glory of the Lord, you know, being shown. And just when God reaches down and gives creativity to people and they shine through that, it's just, it's a part of God because he is the creator. Mm-hmm. And so his creations yeah. are praising him through their creation, you know, creator. So it's just amazing to see that. But there's so many wonderful stories and people who have said, hey, I've heard about this. I want to be a part. What can I do? Uh, people are volunteering. Um, and it, it's just been a, a great journey for us. Now I know that you guys had this dream and this vision for the Citrus Alliance for the Arts and it started and we talked a little bit about this last time but in case somebody missed that one COVID popped its ugly head up Mm -hmm. and kind of slowed the process down right? Yes I was telling someone we saw this in 2019 Uh, they had been on Broadway did a short run uh, and toured and then ended a year-long run at the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C. Oh. And uh, we went and saw it on the Pure Flicks stage. And we thought, oh, this is nice. This is going to be a nice musical. And when it started and the talent started singing, I says, this isn't just a musical. This is Broadway. This is Broadway quality. And I got so excited. So because it was the last show, uh, some of the producers were there and... Uh, Went to them and I said, hi, I'm a director. I know you don't know who I am, but I would like to direct this show. Is it available? And they were like, "Um, we haven't thought about that yet, Mm -hmm. but let's talk about it. So we talked about it over the next few months and they said, yes, you can do it. So we started planning everything and then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And so now we're getting back in gear and doing it. But you know what? God's timing is perfect because I would not have had the cast that I have now. Yeah. And God knew 
God knew that Tyler needed to play John Newton. He knew that these people had to play these parts. You know, I think that lesson that you've learned in that Mm -hmm. is so important. And that's something that affects everyone listening today Mm -hmm. uh, because we all have things in our lives that happen. And those things, when, when something pops its ugly head up, it can look in the beginning like that's a stopper, but it really isn't so much a stopper as it is a redirector Mm -hmm. of something in our lives. And that's exactly Mm -hmm. what happened with you. And now this thing, all the pieces have come together, Mm -hmm. including the venue and the people you mentioned last time. Mm -hmm. So nice to work with over there at Mm -hmm. First Baptist in Claremont. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just opening up their um, church that uh, they want the community coming in. And it's just unusual to be able to do that. This is a Broadway show. This isn't, you know, Christmas show. This Mm -hmm. is a Broadway show. Uh, It's there's some parts that are not lovely uh it shows uh when you read the song a wretch like me yeah we show that john newton indeed was wretched Mm. and so there are parts there's slavery which is a very ugly ugly history but true uh we will show that and it's going to be difficult but what is so amazing because it's amazing grace is seeing the transformation and how God chased after him mm-hmm. and things happen in his realization because it's really about, you know, the abolitionist movement that was happening in England at that time in the 1700s. What a great influence he had on that. Yeah. When he came to know the Lord, he went and freed slaves mm-hmm. and uh, worked in England doing that and just and and of course amazing grace became the anthem for a lot of freed slaves and i would say that it's without a doubt if not the most known song it is of the church today it would certainly be in the top five well and we have started writing down uh we'll be watching a tv show all of a sudden amazing grace will come up and we'll write it down so it's fun to see all these shows they're secular shows you know, nine one one, or it's it's in a movie, mm-hmm. an Amazing Grace. They sing yeah. Amazing Grace, and you go. Everybody knows the song, but they don't know the story behind the song. And oh, this yeah, is what it's about. and that's exactly mm-hmm. right. And this particular play and that particular song yes. has quite a story yes. behind it. Mm-hmm. And these characters, which is what I want to turn to you, Tyler, and talk about. You mentioned at the end of the other break, uh, I'm, I'm at the end of the last segment before the break. You mentioned the fact that. You know, this was a part that you you really wanted. You really saw it, and you go, "Ha! This grabs me." Not mm-hmm. every part does that when you're a, an actor, yeah. and you're in a play. It can be fun, yeah. But then you you get a hold of a role where you feel like, "Holy cow! I was made to play this thing." Like this is such a privilege, and I know you feel that way about this one. I do, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been in performance a lot in my life, and I've, I've always, I it's just fun. I love performance. I love the arts. I love theater and things like that. So it's just something that I've always done, but this is the first time that a character I was, I was, I really feel like I'm supposed to play this character. Mm. I just, I just really identify with John and he, even though my, my wretchedness is not the same type of wretchedness that he experienced. I've used the word wretched to describe myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though I'm, I've always been kind of a good person. I feel like I've been a nice guy. I've never, really treated people poorly. I love people, but when compared to Jesus, which is what I think 
the, you know, you can, you know, maybe John wasn't necessarily considering that when he wrote that, but that's what I've always thought of. Like when comparing myself to Christ, well, we're all wretched. We're all wretched. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. (laughs) Completely wretched. You could be a good person. You could really be a good person who helps other people, but when you compare yourself to Christ. We've all sinned and fallen short Mm -hmm. of the glory of God. Yeah. So I've considered my, I've called myself wretched before. I recognize how wretched I have been and the human being who I am now. And a lot of times if it comes up in conversation, when it comes up in conversation, because I try to love people well, and it comes up a lot. People like, well, I don't know why you treat people that way. It's well, because I, I recognize who I believe Jesus is Mm -hmm. who he is and he's compelling. My love for him compels me to treat other people well. You know, one of the things that comes through in the movie that I saw, Amazing Grace, the movie, is the fact that Newton, at the point where you were talking about that abolitionist movement Mm -hmm. going on in England, there had to be times to where uh, his goal and what he felt this conviction for seemed impossible in the natural because uh, he was talking about uh, freeing uh, these the, the slaves at a time when most everyone didn't want that to happen. Those that were his peers, Mm -hmm. they weren't on the same page as him. So he was standing alone a lot. And I know that that came through, that angst, that tension came through in the movie. And I'm sure it comes through in this musical as well. Yeah, definitely. He he starts off the whole show. Like I, I was talking to Shirley about it yesterday. I was like, he's not a good guy. He's not the he's not the protagonist of the story at the beginning. He's kind mm-hmm. of a, he's kind of an arrogant. He's he's very much all about himself. He doesn't really care what he does or what he how he makes other people feel. He's just very self-absorbed and he's not a good person. And <laughs> he does a lot of things that are like, "Nah, you wouldn't necessarily want to be around this guy. He's not a he's not a, but at the same time he's got he's got a charm. He's likable at, as well and um his he's adventurous. So there are some redeemable things about him, but for the most part, he's kind of just a, he's, his arrogance is just, it really shines through. And, uh, yeah, so we, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to, to try to make that character, to try to portray him in a way that, that is, that is true to that. Yet at the same time, trying to make it to where everybody doesn't just hate you all the way through the show. You will not be that wretched. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, he says, you know, I was lost. Yeah. Right. But now I'm found. Now I'm found. And it, he, he. When I talked with the people who wrote this musical, they couldn't put everything in that he did. I mean, it, they, they just couldn't because they could, wouldn't be approved. Right, right. <laughs> so he was wouldn't wretched. Wouldn't be family ready. Exactly. Yeah. But they touch on a lot of it, of the how low he had to go. But God reached down his arms mm. in love. Mm. And, you know, that's what... You know, religion is us reaching up to God, but Christianity is God reaching down to man. Isn't that beautiful yes. to realize yes. that, you know, he, he did for us. I heard right. this said this way, what we would never have thought to ever ask anyone to do for us. I mm-hmm. mean, to send his only begotten son mm-hmm. to die for us. Who would ever think that anyone would do that mm-hmm. when no one would, but the Lord reached down from heaven mm-hmm. and paid a debt. I love that old, it yeah. might be a simple song, but he paid a debt I did not, that he did not owe because we owed a debt that we could not, not pay. pay. Amen. And Newton found that out. Exactly. He discovered exactly. that and that amazing grace hit his heart. Mm-hmm. And what is so wonderful about it is that when you come to know the Lord and you're saved from something like this, 
you're empowered. And you were talking about being there, and he was wealthy because his dad was a slave Mm -hmm. owner and trader. And he went, and he was a slave trader. He went and freed all the slaves that he had sold. He went back and freed them, and the money he lost doing that. You've got to say his whole family, thats that was their money. So he was empowered and had enough strength and courage to do that. Mm. And that's what knowing Christ is, stepping through fear into faith. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. And that shows that. It comes through. Mm-hmm. What did you have to do, Tyler, to get really ready? And what kind of research did you put on Newton to play him in this role? Well, I, was, I led worship, and I was a worship pastor for a number of years, so I was a bit familiar with John Newton. I mean, he's written more than just Amazing mm-hmm. Grace, something like 200 oh. hymns. Yeah. So he's, he, he wrote a ton after he became a Christian. So I knew enough about him to be, uh, to just know that, you know, this, this person, you know, obviously if he was a slave trader, you know, and you got to think about the time. You know, in the mid-1700s, early 1700s, that's, that was normal. This isn't something that, you know, it's not like it would be now where we all recognize that we are all created equal under God, no matter what the color of our skin is. Back then he would have, you know, it's so it makes it for me a little bit more like I have to understand this character sees these people as less than people. He doesn't see them as people. So getting, you know, involved in that, that's been the most difficult part, honestly. I would think that the would be hard on part. you. Yeah, Even absolutely. in your own heart as you're doing this. You you come face to face yes. with the ugliness of that. There are some there are some scenes that are going to be very hard mm-hmm. for me yeah. to do well. I mean, I'm I'm going to do it because that's what you yeah. do. You, you just put your, you know, I can't I can't be mad at John for for his what, life. For that's, his life, that, it was what it was, and I can't also yeah. be him because I'm not him. Yeah, you know, so I have to figure out the balance between being true to the character who he was, and he was a slave trader which while we can look at that now and be like, wow, that is so horrible. It's just terrible to do that. You would do that to another human being. And at the same time, be like, but this is normal in John's mind. In his mind, this is what he grew up with. Mm-hmm. This is how he was raised. So I talked to, you know, the first time I met one of the other person, people in the show, his name is Bayo. He's, uh, is he, he's from Jamaica. Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just, oh, I love him so much. And I looked at him and I'm like, I have to, I have to treat this person like he's property. Like he's livestock, and that's going to be very, very hard for me. <laughs> when very you put hard. it like that, that's yeah. so it's true. It's oh, it's literally how, it's exactly. like oh my I, ca- I have to look at this person yeah. as not a human being. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's completely against who Tyler yeah. is. That's yeah. completely against what I believe. But at the same time, in order to be true to the character, and in order to demonstrate the way that the, the way that it actually was, yeah, and right. also to demonstrate the gravity of the change that takes place in John's life after he becomes a Christian and realizes that this is a horrible business to be involved yeah. in. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But you also know. it shows that there's human trafficking going on now. Isn't that something? That's a and great, that's a great point. We, that's why we're doing it during uh, black history month, but also January is human trafficking awareness of human trafficking. So we're partnering with a human trafficking uh, ministry oh, wow. because we want to show that we all have chains and it still goes on today. Not like in your face here, but that's going on today in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And making people aware, I'm going to make you very uncomfortable in your seat. 
Not only am I going to make you uncomfortable, I want you to realize this is going on now. Yeah, it's not just something that happened with Newton. Right. Although we're grateful for what changed under Newton's work Mm -hmm. and with his his dedication and his life. But you're right, it's still going on in Mm -hmm. in a way today and in some ways... Slavery today is is uh, shockingly mm-hmm. apparent and present, and we need to be just as diligent and vigilant as as was uh, Mr. Newton. Yes, uh, in order to, for us to see those chains be broken. Mm-hmm. Just as you know, those that cannot help themselves, you know, the Lord says that we are to be there to lift them up and do that, and that's our responsibility. Wow. As a Christian. Shirley Draper and Tyler Walls are with me. Tyler is John Newton in the play that's upcoming called Amazing Grace, the musical. Shirley is the director of the Citrus Alliance for the Arts. We'll be back with both of them in just a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike here on The Shepherd. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Back again for Segment 3, and with me is Shirley Draper, the Director of the Alliance a Citrus Alliance for the Arts. And with her today is the actor, the lead role actor in this upcoming musical called Amazing Grace the Musical. It's going to be presented in February, two different weekends, six performances available at the First Baptist Church in Claremont is Tyler Walls. Tyler lives in the KC area, Kansas City, Missouri. Yep. And uh, But you have connections here in Central Florida. You come here regularly. And through just uh, a, a relationship, yes. uh, was introduced to this organization and Shirley in particular. And man, you you uh, made an impression upon them, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I'd like to Tyler. I'd like to ask you if you would tell me a little bit about what happened in you as you were cast into this role, mm-hmm. and knowing that you're meeting people now from all over the world, uh, kind of different directions, coming into Central Florida. How in the world do you go from all these different streams and not connected at all, and you're meeting people for the first time who are going to be your mates in a musical to that becoming a troupe and you becoming connected? How did that happen? Yeah, so well, that's, that's another good question. I, I have, so Shirley communicated, she contacted me via text like three or four weeks ago, and I was like, who are you? Who, how did you get my name? Who did you, <laughs> you know, tell me how you figured, how you found me. And she told me, you know, about uh, my friend Gina and I, I started, I had never heard of Amazing Grace, the musical. I'd never heard of it. Uh, so I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, can I have 24 hours to think about this before I, you know, mm-hmm. talk to you about it or maybe even talk about coming down to sing for you guys. And like she said already, I was already planning on being here. One of the groups that I'm in down here, we, we were recording for our album. So I watched the musical and I was blown away by the music. I had no idea that the score was as good as it is. It's beautiful music. 
and so I was immediately like, ooh, that's that's good. That's a fun song. That would be fun to sing. Wow, that would fit my voice really well, kind of thing. And then you get, you know, immediately what what you know the stuff that gets you excited about about a new musical is the music for me at least. And then I started to listen to the content of the script and the and the the character building that was happening. And I was like, this is compelling. This is really really great. And then you know, finding out you know John Newton and I are. You know, I, I, I used to not be such a great human being. And the only thing that changed between that and being someone who I, you know, I, I'm a lover of people now and I try to be Christ-like now is the only, the only difference is Jesus. Right. I'm, I've, that's right. I, I believe in Jesus. And that's honestly the only thing that's changed as far as that's concerned. And then, yeah, coming down here, meeting the people, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm ridiculously humbled. And I don't say that as a, as a platitude. I, I honestly don't. Um, my closest friends would tell you that I, I don't consider myself a, a great or better than other people. I just don't. I think that's a huge problem with people in this industry. Mm-hmm. There's this there's this stigma that we just because you can sing or just because you're really good at something in this in the arts especially. Yeah, because you, not everybody can do that, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's easy to see why people do it, mm-hmm. but it's no excuse for it. No. And exactly. and what you see, what I've seen a lot in the performance industry is that the you are talented, and that makes you superior to other people, and that's just not yeah. something that that's not something that I believe about myself or about anybody for that matter. From that man standpoint, that reminds me <clears throat> a lot of the makeup of the mindset of the of the movie itself or the uh, the play that you're doing <laughs> is this thought that you're somehow superior to other yeah. groups of people. Yeah, and that's just not true. No, not at all. There's I believe like I have a nine year old son in Kansas City and. And when I take him to school, we do this little mantra that when I take him to school, I, you know, drop him off and he says, I am Lincoln. And he says his name. He says, I am brave. I am kind. I am strong. No one is better than me. And I'm not better than anyone else. We're oh, all the that's same. Good, man. And that's kind of the attitude that yeah. I, that's, the, that's directly from how I feel about every person in the world. And I'm, and when I say that I'm not better than anybody else simply means that everyone else is worth my time. I have mm. time for you. And likewise, no one is better than me, which means there's no one that I will approach who I see superior to me to where I would feel like I'm not worth their time. Mm. So it's a, it's the whole, you know, what's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So it's, I'm demonstrating love for these people while at the same time demonstrating love and value for myself because there's no one who's too good that I can't go talk right. to as well. So everyone's worth my time. I'm worth everyone else's time. So how long did it take when you're meeting these people and you're getting to know them and mm-hmm. you're running through some of the uh, beginnings of the of the script? How long did it take before you really started connecting with these people? Honestly, pretty immediately, which is which is the part that is. This is why it makes sense that that it does feel like the Holy Spirit is is very connected. To That's this. great because. We haven't had a ton of time together. We just haven't. You know, we've mm-hmm. we've with everybody's schedule being so busy and me not being a local, it's been we've not been together very much. But immediately I was I can I am sensing the chemistry, I'm feeling the chemistry with especially the, you know, the gentleman playing John's father mm-hmm. and the lady playing John's love interest. And, you know, it's been very interesting and honestly a little bit it's very different, and I don't want to say scary. It's not scary, but it's like, what is yeah. happening? A little yeah. uncomfortable. On yeah, honestly, yeah. a little yeah. bit, because it's just so, it's quick. It's yeah. fast. And our vocals, I love singing with these mm-hmm. people. I'm humbled because 
the truth is like I don't I haven't had a voice lesson and I don't say that to toot my horn or anything like that I don't I don't I don't know why I I I have always just heard what people sing and I've always just kind of been able to do it you didn't have time for him brother yeah <laughs> well I grew up listening my mom and dad you know are great awesome wonderful people so they list they let me grow up listening to you know I grew up listening to Luther Vandross and oh. he was like one of the first voices that I can ever remember just being like, what a voice. I want to sound yeah. like that so bad. Oh my goodness. I really want to sound like that. So I started to kind of just listen to a lot of his stuff, you know, Lionel Richie and, you know, Teddy Pendergrass and a lot of those. Uh, yeah. I love that music. That's my, So you this, were in Motown, you were in yeah, R&B, man. Yeah, That's what you like. That old school yeah. R&B yeah. speaks to my soul. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> does. But uh, yeah, so I, I love singing with these people and they're all extremely talented. Like they've, it honestly, it makes me feel a huge amount of responsibility. I, I have a, I feel massive responsibility in carrying this character yeah. and not just that, but I don't want, I do not want to let these people down who are investing a lot of time and, and money, honestly, into sure. making sure that I can be here. And, um, all of these people who have invested so much of their time and their lives into developing their voices and to developing their craft. And, and I've done that as well, but I just haven't done it with, you know, I haven't, I haven't spent thousands of dollars on voice lessons and things like that. So I, I don't want to let them down. <laughs> well, you're not going to do that. I, I am no. confident of yeah. that. And, and surely, uh, you I know, I'm confident of that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and you know, the, uh, the only problem I see that's going to happen with this whole team and the troop that makes up the team is the fact that these six performances are going to go by they're too be quickly gone. Yeah, they're gonna and be gone. it will be over. Yeah, they will be gone. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is so funny because when he said, "I felt I was born to play this role," you said something similar. Yeah, I that feel like really I'm supposed to play this play character. This role. First I time I've ever felt that way. Three of my actors have said that, wow. not knowing that each other have said that. That's something. So that's got to tell you something that the Holy Spirit yeah. is definitely over this. Has yeah. been prayed upon everything, and I can say as far as teamwork i really try to put an effort where um it is a teamwork and it is you know you're not better than the other or whatever and i've not had to do that you know being a director again we've talked about egos with actors sometimes and musicians but i haven't had to do that with this cast they just normally fell in together that's wonderful just encouraging lift people up you know, if they make a mistake, no big deal. They just continue and they go, do you want to do it again? Do you feel okay with that? I mean, it's just very caring. And it has been very encouraging to see that because we would want, to, we want to do so much more. You know, when you that. think, when you mm -hmm. think about how this one is coming together right. and the people that you've been given by God to yes. be part, this is your first big thing right out of the shoot. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, First of all, I've been doing it for over 40 years. I mean, I, I've done huge shows before, but this is the first one I've done here in Florida. Yeah, for yeah, Citrus Alliance. For Citrus Alliance. Yeah, it's and wonderful to see. I question myself on that a lot, though. Sometimes, you know, when things happen, I'm going, Lord, are you sure you want me to do it here in Orlando? <laughs> in this area, you know, why do you have me here doing this? But then something will happen that is so out of the ordinary. It's like God says, see, I got this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, Lord, you've got this. And uh, it is something big. And, you know, it's just trusting the Lord. 
Now you've you know. done both. You've been on both sides yes. of mm-hmm. this uh, director's book, if yes. I could say that. You've been an actress yes. as well as now a director. Mm-hmm. Which of those two sides do you like the most? Oh, definitely directing. I do love, there are certain roles that I've done that I've absolutely loved and were challenging and uh, would do it again if the right role. But the Lord just pours creativity in my mind on stories. I'm writing stories now. I'm writing oh, musical. Oh, that's great. And um, this, was, this is just my coming out party, I guess, for Florida. And uh, I just, I really love to direct because I really love to find that unearthed, buried treasure that is in an actor an right. actress that's up there and just pulling that out of them and going to the heights they've not gone before well you've raised and one just, of those yes those people like i have that. <laughs> i've taught her everything she knows that <laughs> and i've taught barry everything he knows too my husband uh and i say that too you know i'm the they say the woman behind the man well i'm the one that did it right yeah um, oh my goodness but all my children are you know yeah. a musician and in that but um that's where i get my greatest pleasure is that's... seeing the light go on or telling them how about doing it this way or say this way. And some, the way that I work is that they do what they do. And then all of a sudden the Lord just says, do this, do this. And then I go change that. And I always tell them, I say, I'll lie to you because I may tell you to do that. And then it wouldn't read well from the stage and I may Mm -hmm. change it. And, uh, they've been very, very good about doing that with me. And, um, it's just, it's just wonderful because when you're in your wheelhouse, as we say, when you're using God's gifts, isn't that a sweet, I mean, look what you do. That mm. is so natural to you. You're good at it. You've been doing it. The Lord brought you to this and you're, you glorify the Lord in it because mm. it's your wheelhouse and mm. that's how you glorify him. Even if you're an accountant, you know, it doesn't matter what you are using the gift God gave you and called you to. So true. It's, it's, it is. It's not just true about actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly. just true about musicians. It's true about bringing glory to God mm-hmm. in whatever call that that's God's right. placed upon our lives. And that's what you guys are doing. I love it. Tyler, I'd love when you come back at some other point, maybe with some of the other actors, mm-hmm. I'd love to uh, have you guys back in a couple of more times before the actual we production. Mm-hmm. And we'll all, crowd around maybe we can fill this studio up with them mm-hmm. um, we can sing a little something for yeah. you. Ooh, now that you're we're talking now that'd yes. be great i'd love oh, to hear absolutely. that yeah this is going to be great let's give the, the website for how people can get tickets. absolutely so. it's citrus alliance for the arts.com and if you're from out of town we do have a discount at uh, one of the hotels that's on the website we have group tickets available and um, just go on the website and get all the information. We also have sponsorships available. Okay, you have a that's business important. and you would like to sow into this ministry that we're doing, we would love for you to be a part of it. Uh, we have that on the website as well, how you can participate. And the dates? The dates are February the 17th through the 19th at 7 o'clock in next year. And February the 24th, 25th, and 26th at 7 p.m. It's just weeks away, mm-hmm. really, when you think it of it is. that way. Mm-hmm. But six performances of Amazing Grace, the yes. musical, mm-hmm. put on by the Citrus Alliance for the Arts. Tyler Walls, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
Oh, it's this great. Look forward to having you back up here again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Shirley, as always, uh, say hello to Barry. I will. And uh, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having it's us. It's great to do that. Thank you. And friends, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike.